Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The Q&A episode is next week, so this is your final chance to get some juicy cues for me to A. Tweet me, message me in the Probably True Facebook group, or just shout them at me in the street. Also, I'm not saying that supporting this podcast via Patreon makes it more likely that your question will get answered. That was me not saying that. Good. Off we go. You're listening to the award-winning Probably True Please be aware that this podcast may contain strong language and adult themes. It would be boring otherwise. There's something really quite sexy about hotels. I'm not sure if I know what it is. Maybe it's knowing that there's sad and unappetising room service food only ever a phone call away. Or maybe it's doing stuff in the window because no one will be able to see and even if they do, they can't stop you and you're too far away to be easily identifiable. Maybe it's the free toiletries. God knows I nicked enough of those last time I was in a hotel. It didn't help that the housekeeping cart was often parked really near my room and I'd just yoink a couple of extra bottles of citrus-flavoured body lotion every time I walked past. I might have overdone that a bit, to be honest. It didn't really dawn on me until I got to the airport and had to have my bag scanned, you know, as you usually do. The woman on the scanner looked at my bag as it went through the machine and then she looked at me. And then she looked at the machine. And then back to me. Her face didn't move, but she said, Really? with her eyes, and just handed me silently two more of the little plastic bag things that you have to put your liquids in. And then she sent me to the back of the queue. And, you know, I kind of, like, kept my head down and embarrassedly shoved everything into these bags. And then when it went through the scanner again, she didn't even look up. She just shook her head really slowly as my stuff went through. Anyway, hotels. Yes. I met a super hot guy at a film festival once who told me later on in our romance that hotel rooms really got him going. And actually, when I think back to the first night we got together, we'd been chatting and drinking and flirting and drinking and eventually I invited him back to my hotel room and he started to grin and was like yeah okay and to this day since he said that I'm not sure if he was excited about going back with me or if it was just because it was a hotel room maybe he had his eye on the citrus scented body lotion too but he was out of luck because I'd already hidden the little bottles in my bag so that housekeeping had replaced them the next day even though I hadn't finished the old ones this is the kind of evil shit I get up to in hotel rooms. <laughs> Rock and fucking roll. You know, some people organise drug fueled orgies and chuck TVs out of windows. I steal free toiletries and try to make a cheese toasty with the travel iron. I thought about trying that once, actually. The orgy thing, I mean, not the toasty. Although both would probably have ended up in a horrible, greasy mess. I've been invited to a few parties in hotel rooms by guys on Grinder before, but they always seem to be too drug fueled to be much fun, so I've never gone. Then one year, as my birthday kind of rolled around, I thought about getting a hotel room nearby and having a select group of hot naked friends over to share it with me as a really sweaty and X-rated birthday party. To me, that sounded proper rock and roll, or at least grunt and squirm. Besides, hotel rooms are pretty much screaming out for you to try having sex all over them anyway. There's random furniture for you to go at it like monkeys on, you know, the pointlessly small desk, the uncomfortable sofa, the suspiciously large shower. It's almost like they're inviting you to think up as many unusual arrangements of bodies as possible. But the more I thought about arranging my own, the more I wasn't sure I could pull it off, if you'll excuse the phrasing. 
I mean, as fun as it sounds, even trying to arrange a threesome in my own flat was like herding cats. Getting several more people together in a hotel room just sounded like more work. I could easily see it all falling apart and me just being sat there by myself, celebrating my birthday by trying not to cry as I have a wank. And I do that at home every weekend for a fraction of the price. I think part of the thing with hotel rooms, apart from the citrus-scented body lotion, is the fact that someone else will come in during the day and tidy up for you. It's like, eventually, some teenage part of my brain gets to go, See, Mum, I didn't need to tidy my room. Someone else came and did it when I wasn't looking. Which is great, because however nasty you get with the sexy times, whatever kind of mess you make, the room is magically reset when you're out the next day. Or at least you can pretend it does. Until that time that you have to come back to your room during the day and the housekeeping person is still there. Because then, not only do you know that they've probably worked out what you got up to from the lube stains and the jars of peanut butter and the half a roll of cling film strewn about the place, but it kind of takes the fun out of doing it again because, just as you're getting down to it, the face of the nice lady getting paid minimum wage to clean up after you drifts across your mind at the wrong moment. Although, to be honest, that's still not the most awkward hotel experience I've had. It comes close, but still. The worst was when I was in a hotel recently. I was far from home and I woke up at 2am completely jet-lagged and no way I was getting back to sleep. So I switched on Grinder, since, you know, if I wasn't going to sleep in the bed, I could at least do something else there. And I got chatting to a nice German boy in the next hotel down the street who was in a similar jet-lagged boat. And we chatted for a while and eventually he invited me over to hang out. I was like, yeah, sure. Pulled on my jeans, headed out in the night to find his hotel. It was only down the road, so it was quite easy to find. He met me in the lobby, which I thought was uh, a very gentlemanly touch. And then we headed up to his room on the 27th floor and did ungentlemanly things to each other for a while. Eventually, when we were done, I got dressed and he was starting to doze off. And we said goodbye and I left, without even attempting to nick any of the citrus-flavoured body lotion that he had laying around. But then, this is where his gentlemanliness kind of unravelled a bit. I walked down the corridor to the lift and pressed the button for the ground floor, and nothing happened. So I pressed it again, and still nothing. And then with a sinking feeling, I realised that this was one of those lifts where you needed a room key to make it work. Which I didn't have, because this wasn't my hotel. I quickly switched Grinder on in case I could catch him online, but he'd gone to sleep. To be honest, I'd have been kind of hurt if he was still on Grinder looking for someone to do it properly this time. Not really wanting to wake him up, but not seeing another way, I headed back down the corridor towards his room. And then I realised I didn't know his room number. I hadn't needed it on the way in, because I'd just followed him. The corridor stretched off in front of me. I could have probably narrowed it down to two, maybe four doors. No idea which was the right one, and hammering on a random door at stupid o'clock in the morning didn't seem like a good idea. So, stairs then. From the 27th floor. But at least I was heading down, so gravity was on my side. Except that when I got to the stairs, the doors had a big sign on them saying, This door is alarmed. Use only in an emergency. And I thought evacuating an entire hotel at silly o'clock in the morning didn't seem like the best idea either. It was about this point I started to panic just a little bit. I didn't fancy sitting in the lift for a couple of hours until someone in the hotel decided to use their key to get to the ground floor. So I just started wandering around looking for any unmarked doors. Eventually, I found a supply cupboard or something that had a phone in it, and I just pressed a few random buttons until I got through to reception, or the concierge, or room service, or housekeeping. I don't know what it was. Someone. And and I kind of did my best flustered English tourist kind of voices. Oh, hello, yes, I was just visiting a friend in his room, and now I'm at the lift, but I don't have a key, so I can't I can't let myself out. And the person at the end was like, oh, okay, no problem. What's the room number? Oh, I, I, I can't remember. Oh, don't worry, that's fine. Uh, What's your friend's name? I'll look them up on the system. I don't know.
Okay. We'll send security up to escort you out of the building. Security turned out to be an old man who knew exactly what was going on and didn't try very hard to hide the fact that he was laughing to himself all the way to the lobby. This was Probably True, the award-winning storytelling series written and produced by me, the award-winning Scott Flashheart. If you liked what you've heard, you could share it with your friends, leave a positive iTunes review, and sign up at probablytruepodcast.com. If you didn't like it, you can find me on Twitter as UnlikelyLad. Come at me, bro. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.